Hey, I'm Steph. I'm Alex. And this is Not Today, a true survival story podcast. And man, oh man, has it been a long day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yep. We needed a drink. Yeah, we, we poured ourselves a nice little nice little drinky poo for the podcast. <laughs> a little drinky poo. Um, but we're going to get excited. We are excited because this story is insane. And honestly, I kind of want to jump right into it because it's pretty long. It's pretty intense, um, but crazy at the same time. So okay. let's let's how the kids say get into it. So yeah, don't waste any time. <laughs> let's not waste <laughs> a single moment. Um, so this story is about Johan and Jenna Otter. Um, so okay. yo, it's a sick name. No, Johan. Johan. I do like Johan. That's a good name. Is but it J or J? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Johan, um, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I just can't. Now I'm thinking of the Zohan. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I know why it sounds like it, but it like it, it's, but, it's okay. Know. It's not, it's not it, but we're, so we're getting gonna, it. He said it's a bear story. It is a bear story. I mean, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, let's let's see how it goes. But so, uh, Johan and Jenna are uh, father and daughter, and so Jenna wanted to go on a hiking trip with her dad before she went off to college. Um, Jenna graduated top of her high school class and got a full scholarship to go to UC Irvine for dance. Damn, um, go Jenna! Yeah, I mean, she's pretty she's badass. popping off. Yeah, absolutely popping off. Um, and I wrote that sentence twice in my notes. <laughs> um, You're popping off. I'm popping off. They, uh, so they were a very close knit family. Both Johan and Jenna were very easygoing people. It wasn't uncommon for the two of them to hike, um, pretty significant distances together. Um, and they had been on plenty of hikes together throughout national parks. Um, and so their plan was to do as many hikes as possible in Glacier National Park, which is in Montana. So they drove all the way from San Diego um, to the Canadian border, um, oh which is where... Oh, my God. Fuck that drive. <laughs> yeah, definitely a road How trip. How long is that drive? Uh, I mean, at least a few days, San Diego? I'd say. I don't... Yeah, San Diego. So, so basically Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Southern Canada. Southern California, yeah. They basically drove from Mexico to Canada. Yeah, definitely a long drive. I think... Oh their, well, their God. plan was to, like, be gone for, like, a week, um, and then to come back to life as usual, but... I mean that was they would be driving the, the whole time. Okay, no, they so the it wasn't... so the drive from Los Angeles to Seattle is eighteen hours. Eighteen hours. Yep. So is it even longer? Is it like twenty or twenty four? Yeah, I, I mean I don't Do know. I didn't. Blow... I... Okay, I'm sorry. I hate long drives. <laughs> you hate, I'm you fixating hate... on it. Yeah, don't fixate on it. That is literally the least problem in their. Fuck in this their drive, story. though. All right, that's enough. We're getting we're getting too feisty. All right. <laughs> um. So. They made the drive. They got they got there. Um, they arrived at Glacier National Park pretty late that day, and they went to dinner. And on their way back to their cabin, they saw a grizzly bear um, about 30 to 50 feet away from their door. Oh, fuck no. Um, because it, they were kind of, like, right at the trailhead. Um, so their cabin was, like, right there. And, um, yeah, there was just a grizzly bear cha- uh, chilling. And, um, you know, Johan was actually really excited about it. And he said, like, he felt like he was in a zoo um wait what so are they in the cabin or are they walking back to the cabin they're walking back to the cabin so they're outside yeah and johan's first thought is it's a zoo well i mean he well no but he said it (laughs) felt (laughs) my guy no he said it (laughs) felt um like he felt as safe as if he were in a zoo which is not the correct response i mean well i think (laughs) if he's his story is being featured here 
yeah he made a very critical mistake in that assumption (laughs) yeah no definitely not not the right way to respond but i mean nothing happened with this grizzly bear it was just like an interesting uh tidbit to this story we're gonna we have a lot to go oh so he's like oh my god it's a zoo yeah he's like oh grizzly bear like it leaves them alone for the first time well so i don't know if it was the same bear or not but so it's it's the night before their big hike sure yeah it's the night before their big hike and like they were really excited about going on this hike and you know they're going through a national park and they like wanted to see wilderness they wanted to see wildlife you know like it was exciting to him to see this grizzly bear. I mean, Jenna, however, was a little bit freaked out by it. She was like, uh, maybe that's not a good yeah, sign. Yeah. But, but um, you know, it was it was fine. They went to bed that night. Um, so the next morning they planned to do the Grinnell Glacier hike. Um, and Johan would typically start his hikes, his hikes um, super early in the morning and told Jenna that he wanted to be on the trail by 530 in the morning, which... <laughs> couldn't be me vacation (laughs) i mean it's it's what they do they hike they you know get up early they do it but so typically jenna would go along with these really early morning hikes but after seeing the bear outside of her cabin um and also right in front of the trailhead she decided to convince her dad to start a little bit later um also in their map of the hike it it said that the best time to hike was within business hours so like 9 a.m to 5 p.m um and okay, yeah i was about to ask like why is starting later better because it's a like i mean it's a pretty popular hike so there's like more people on the trail then and like you know a bear doesn't really want to be around people so yeah so more people like, yeah so if you're like here right so they're just not going to be on the trail as uh frequently got it um so he wasn't settling on nine but he they got down to 7 30 a.m so she got him down a little bit which is good okay so they, they met in the middle they met in the middle um so the morning of august 25th 2005 they began their hike at 7 30 in the morning just as the sun was rising um and jenna said that she knew that once you're on these hikes in the early morning you have to be more on edge because the bears do tend to be out on the trail at these times like we were just talking about so They did have bear repellent spray as protection just because that's what hikers have as a precaution, but they never thought they would actually ever need it. Okay, but like, how well does that actually work? That's, you have, like, if you're going to hike on those trails, like, that is your main way of, like, getting away from a bear. We'll talk about that later, actually. So (laughs) it's it's actually very vital to have. I'm sorry, I have no idea what's in it or how it affects bears, but I'm thinking, like, if I have like a spray i don't care what it is i mean it's basically a spray the bear bear wins well like well sure but i mean I it's like basically like shot multiple times and then you're just like whatever <laughs> i so mean like to be honest i don't really know spray? <laughs> a ton about like how bears Sorry, react we... to it but i mean it is like it, it shoots very far it is like pretty much bear mace and it's yeah, like right. in order to you know get them away from you or at least you know stop them and you can get away but So they had that. Um, And as they got to the trailhead and they were about to start their hike, they saw a man exiting the trail drinking a cup of coffee, which kind of gave them this like really false sense of security because they're like, oh, this dude's out on a morning walk. He's just sipping his coffee. This is fine. Um, Jenna said it kind of felt like they were just about to go on a walk through a normal park instead of walking through a national park in the northern Rocky Mountains, which is really just the middle of the wilderness. Right. Um, Maybe felt more like a zoo yeah right 
Um, so the beginning of their hike was great. It was beautiful. Um, and they were talking about Jenna's upcoming trip to college. They were singing and marching. Their guards were definitely down and, um, they were just straight up having a good time. (laughs) So amazing. Just having a good time. Um, and so at this point, they're about four and a half miles into the trail. Um, and it started to get very steep on both sides uh, of the trail. So they're pretty much hiking on a ledge at this point. So the, the trail itself is like three feet like wide and on to their right is like straight down and to their left is like straight up essentially so they're just like really narrow part of the trail um the worst possible place they could have been for this to happen we'll talk about that later so um jenna was slightly ahead of johan because he would stop to take a million pictures and jenna was getting a little bit impatient which i feel like i can relate because my mom takes just a trillion pictures anywhere we go. So yeah, he's trying to get his Instagram on, trying well, to fit I mean, in with the kids. Right. I mean, it's a beautiful park. The pictures of this park are just incredible, but I also could probably relate to Jenna. So she was just a little bit ahead of Johan. She was peeved. She was a little peeved. Just a little peeved. You know, just <laughs> just stop taking so many pictures, Dad. But so, yeah. Um. So uh, they get to this corner and it was kind of like, um, there was like a boulder kind of jetting out of the side of the mountain. So you couldn't see around the corner. You had to kind of like go around the boulder and then you could, you know, keep going on the trail. So, um, as Jenna, a bad feeling. yeah, dun, dun, dun. But so as Jenna turns the corner, um, uh, she immediately steps back in fear. And that's like from Johan's perspective. That's like he saw her disappear behind the rock and then immediately step back. And like he knew that something was wrong. So um, Johan said that he knew immediately that Jenna was in danger. And without knowing what he was coming up on, he rounded the corner and stepped in front of her to block her from whatever was there. Because he's super dad. He's like incredible. (laughs) Um, So he came upon a mother grizzly bear with two cubs directly in front of them which is the worst possible thing because i mean yeah a mama bear with her cubs like that is the worst possible thing it doesn't make sense she's gonna fuck you up of course so um so when so jenna said when she came up on the bear it actually had almost like a human expression of surprise on its face so it was just as surprised to see jenna as she was to see the bear which i just thought was such a funny visual right um and she said it was about like five to eight feet away from her. So like oh. close. <laughs> Wait, really so close. We're we're about five to eight feet away. Okay, yeah. So if you took like a step back. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that's where the bear like, was. She's like less, like about the length of a human being. Yeah, pretty plus much. Plus a foot or two. Yeah, like really close. Super <gasps> close. A huge ass bear. And uh, oh grizzly God, bears are I like. I would shit my pants. Oh, yeah. I mean, grizzly bears are um like six and a half feet tall or something like that like they're gigantic i feel like they have to be bigger well i was looking at like a feet i don't know exactly i'm sure there's a spectrum but i mean or like a you know a range but right uh, i was looking at an article earlier and black bears are smaller than grizzly bears grizzly bears are like really big and then polar bears are just like gigantic wait is this a grizzly or black bear grizzly bear okay so they're like more aggressive and dangerous than black bears cool yeah so Jenna took about two steps backward as her dad went in front of her and um, she fell. She tripped on a rock and fell and hit her head and blacked out. Um, oh, so she's 
wow that sucks like, <laughs> yeah that that's sucks. like that sounds something that's like out of like the walking dead where they like just trip for no reason and then pass out right but like it actually happened in real life right yeah you're like if i was in the zombie apocalypse i yeah, wouldn't like, trip I totally over a rock do that. but <laughs> i mean you're it's the wilderness there's rocks everywhere wow, you back sucks. up I mean, there's a rock <laughs> she's probably like she's absolutely terrified of just... course how could you not be so yeah. um so johan uh didn't even realize what was going on at first he like totally did not register it this all happened so fast that he didn't even register what was in front right. of him i'm sure he like steps around the corner mm-hmm. and is also just like well yeah so he stepped around the corner but the what? bear was already moving forward because jenna was there so he said it was about like 0.7 seconds before the bear got to him um because it was already like charging him um oh, and so, so he had no time no time to react but he said that he he can vividly like recall that point seven seconds which is like so interesting to me because yeah, no, like, like what what an insane down. like your whole life changes in point seven seconds right. crazy um so after that all he saw was claws and teeth um, the bear began biting his left thigh, and he, uh, he said not until that moment did he even register that it was a grizzly bear. Um, the bear was continuously biting his thigh and then uh, scratched him across the face. So at this point, um, Jenna is starting to regain consciousness and can't tell what's going on. She said that she just saw what she knew was her dad and what she knew was a grizzly bear, but like didn't see it attacking him because she was just like waking up out of this blackout. Um so, so did it swipe him or does it just like go for his legs oh it mauls him it's 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 a crazy i mean right now yes it swipes him across the face it's biting his legs it's like messed up damn yeah so johan manages to get some space between between him and the bear and sees that there's some brush about 25 feet down um the side of the mountain so uh and i wrote in my notes he literally yeets himself off the cliff away from the bear because for those of you who are not gen z trash he threw himself off the cliff essentially um which like is no no to make it full gen z gen z trash he like yeeted himself off the cliff yeah no uh so um i mean you have to you have to make this this split second decision of do i throw myself off a cliff or do i continue to stay up here and try to fight back no i'm which totally is like with johan no like, of course even if you die from falling it seems more appealing than getting mauled by a bear sure but i mean in his mind this is just like the best way he could have self-preservation you know he's just like trying to get as much distance so he saw something he could like land on mm-hmm. 25 he saw feet some down. brush yeah okay cool so uh, Jenna realizes that the bear spray fell out of the side pocket in her dad's backpack. Of course it fucking did. Um, yeah. So, well, that's very lucky. But so she actually was pretty unlucky, even though oh, that was Oh, I thought you lucky. meant it like fell off the side of the cliff. Oh, no. It fell out of his backpack before he oh, jumped so off the cliff. so now it's ready to go. Well, no. It's on the ground. She picks it up and um, there's like a safety on it because it's like pretty you know, dangerous stuff. You can... Right. Yeah. It's like really intense mace. So she couldn't get the safety like open or off and it wouldn't spray so the bear's like walking toward her now and she's like fumbling with this bear spray and she can't get it to work oh my god this is like the shit out of like an anxiety like nightmare yeah well it's it's an like it is like out of a movie it is the most intense like crazy story so um well, you know she's fumbling with the spray and then she hears her dad from 25 feet down and she's he's, he's telling her to jump he's basically like you need to get out of there jump right now and so she just doesn't even hesitate and she jumps 
Um, so while Jenna's falling, she blacks out again. And are she, you fucking? <laughs> well, she blacks out again because I mean, it's it just what a crazy thing. I, to I, like even... I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying like what shit luck. I like, know. You jump, you black out. Well, yeah. So she's she blacks out like midair, pretty much. Midair. Um, and then wakes up and then hits a few rocks on the way down. Uh, her shoe comes off and she lands on a small ledge away from her father. Um. Okay. So she blacks out for part of the fall, mm-hmm. and or then, I don't. Like, or she blacked out during the fall and then woke up. I guess on impact, up. probably. Um, Damn. Yeah, just the worst thing ever. Um, so, uh, Johan was like, you know, trying to figure out how to get to her, and before he even realized how, like, no time had passed essentially, and the grizzly bear was already like down the mountain to him. Like they're insanely good climbers um and so so jumping didn't even really help no it didn't do anything like i mean it was probably the best move he could have made considering where they were on this trail but like they're insanely good climbers um and so it didn't really do much at this point so the grizzly bear is back on top of johan um and luckily he was on his stomach so he was able to cover the back of his neck with his hands and try to protect himself as much as possible um, the bear grabbed onto Johan's backpack and was flailing him around, like picking him up and putting him down and picking him up and putting him down because it was like nothing. He's like, just, it's a bear. It's a, bear. It's a whole ass bear. A so whole bear. a whole ass mad mama bear. So flailing him around. Um, and so Johan in this moment, which is, he's just such an incredible guy. This is what he's thinking about while he's being flailed or like thrown around by a bear. Oh like at least it's not my daughter yeah that's what he's thinking he's Boom. literally like he realized that if this were happening to jenna the bear would have nothing to grab onto since she's not wearing a backpack so she would be absolutely torn apart and so he decided in that moment that he needed to keep the bear with him at all costs to save her life just Damn. an incredible selfless man and this is just going to be the theme throughout the entire story he's incredible um so Jenna is just laying on this ledge and she realizes that she has absolutely nothing to defend herself around her. The bear spray is back up where they started on the trail. She didn't have a backpack and there was nothing around her. So she decided to crawl underneath a nearby shrub and try to hide. Um, and she said in that moment, she felt absolutely nothing. She, uh, and, and she also realized that it was weird that she felt nothing. Um, since she thought she was going to die but i guess it was just like a way of you know protecting yourself mentally like dissociating or i don't know it was just very she's just like no anxiety no fear she just no thoughts head empty like like, just nothing um i guess that's better than like just like fearing for your life well yeah i mean i just thought that was a really interesting tidbit of information that's why i threw it in there but so like was like it still had to be traumatic for her. Oh, absolutely. Her but I mean, in that moment, she like didn't have any thoughts. Like she just was just so removed. Relate. No, of course. I mean, she was just yeah. so removed from that scenario that she just couldn't couldn't feel couldn't function. So, um, so let's get back to Johan. Um, so he's just actively getting <laughs> getting mauled by a bear. He's having a great time. Having just the best time. Um, and so he grabs like the scruff of the bear's neck the back of the bear's neck with his right hand um and then they fall off another ledge so he and the bear fall like another 30 feet down does he pull the bear with him 
I think they both. Yeah, I don't know if he pulled it with him or what, but they just That's fell. So badass. He's like, "Come here, motherfucker!" <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So they they fall another thirty feet down, um, and he said while he was falling, he felt peaceful because he had a few moments to breathe because he wasn't actively getting mauled and it was a 30 foot drop so he was falling for like a few seconds and he was like i felt peaceful this is nice (laughs) this is cool this is good um so they hit the second ledge wait what yeah and i was like i guess i guess that makes sense no i mean i just i don't even know what i would be thinking in this moment i couldn't even begin to put myself there but crazy um so they hit the second ledge and um johan is still holding on to the bear um, and he's trying to, he's holding onto the bear with his right hand and he's trying to feel around for like a rock or something to hit it in the face with his left hand, but he couldn't find anything. He just grabbed a clump of dirt and he was like, I'm going to like try to put it in its face and like, you know, blind, blind it for it. a second. Yep. Um, but that didn't, didn't work. Um, oh, didn't work. that didn't work. And he was kind of going in and out of consciousness at this point because he's like losing a lot of blood, a lot of, you know, perhaps because he's being mauled by a bear. Right. So he said at one point, um, he was so out of it that he thought that he was a stunt double in an action movie. And he was really concerned because he's like, why isn't anyone in the production team uh, helping me? Like, I'm, I'm actually in pain right now. Like, why isn't anyone helping me? And then he like snapped back into it and realized that he wasn't in a movie and that he was actually being mauled by a bear. So <laughs> like, that, wow. like what a crazy, and he, it's not even like he was an actor or anything. He's a physical therapist. <laughs> Oh, really? Right. Where did that come from? I mean, I guess it's like you're in such a surreal moment that you only see in movies that like that's where your mind goes. Sure. But uh, yeah, dude. Sorry, man. You're not in a movie. (laughs) No, that's like the worst possible. Oh, my God. Realization. But um, so he he quickly came back to reality and uh, he felt as the bear sunk its teeth into the back of his skull and neck. Um, He heard cracking at the base of his skull and knew that his neck was broken um yeah he then decided that playing dead wasn't going to save him because this bear hated him and wanted to take his head off like he he was trying to play dead he was doing pretty much everything right with a grizzly bear attack but this bear was not letting up it was just like it wanted him torn apart Mm -hmm. um so he managed to roll off another ledge um with a broken neck with a broken neck already um and fell another 25 feet onto some rocks um but luckily he landed feet first this time um so he's covered in blood and he can't see out of his left eye um and the bear looks down at him from the ledge above for a second um and he like looks at the bear and then it like turns around and walks away so oh thank god yeah um so but this is so johan then hears what he describes as the worst moment of the attack because he heard jenna begin to scream from above so the bear was with her now um and so if we rewind a second jenna said that she heard the bear's heavy breathing coming toward her um and then she said the bear sniffed her and then put both paws on either side of her head and was standing directly on top of her um so she put both of her hands on side on the side of the bear's head and as this was happening the bear um takes her whole ass head into its mouth her whole head into its mouth yes so its lower jaw is around her jaw and the upper jaw was around the back of her head like i'm my mouth is completely (laughs) open what the fuck i know that's literally like a scene out of a movie where like you go into the 
the monster's mouth and you're like, oh. Just, I couldn't even, like, because, you know, in, in my head, logically, I know that bears are gigantic. But you, like, I never about thought about, like, how, my head in a bear's mouth. Yeah, how big its <laughs> how mouth big is. How big its mouth is. Your whole fucking head in its mouth. Right. So that's what, that's what's happening. That's what happened to Jenna. And so um, she said that she only felt intense pressure, but she didn't feel any pain. Um, and she felt, uh, she described the feeling of, like, the coarseness of the bear's fur because she's still holding on to the bear's head. Um, and that's right. like what the sensation she was feeling was just like the fur and like pressure. Yeah, I guess at this point, like your best move is trying to gouge its eyes or something. I guess, but I mean, you can't even see if you think about it because your whole head is in its mouth. It's true. Um, and still, her so mind fucked. was completely blank, head empty, no thought. <laughs> like, so this whole time she feels nothing. Like, I I mean, head in. That's bear's kind mouth. of what. Well, because so I watched this really really good. Um, like documentary like reenactment style um yeah. movie about this um where they're kind of explaining it the people who are in it and then they have like live action uh sure. whatever and so yeah when she was explaining going through this she was like so matter of fact and she's like i didn't feel anything i wasn't thinking anything and it was just so like the entire time she was like so removed from this incident it was very weird but I mean, you know, that's what you, I guess, have to do in that moment. And that's what she experienced. So that's how she's going to tell it. You know, right. you can't really, you know, right, know exactly. how you're going to react in that moment. So if that's what you felt, that's what you felt. Like, it's right. just kind of crazy. Yeah. But what happens? How does she? So, yeah. So the bear is thrash, like thrashes her around, like thrashes her to the right by her head. Um, and uh, one second, we're. Okay, so uh, let's rewind a second. So I have this um, uh, statement from a bear attack treatment expert, Dr. Lawrence Iwerson. Um, And he said, when a bear is attacking a human in a a defensive way, they're going to inflict the most damage because the bear is there to protect its cubs and to make sure that you are not a threat. Um, Bear's jaws are immensely powerful and they are going to bite and release and bite and release. It's quick, sudden, and all you can do is try to protect yourself. Um, and yeah, I mean, when I was looking up, like how you protect yourself from a bear attack, because I was like, what do you, is there even like a thing you do? Like, what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. It and seems so kind of helpless. Yeah. The first thing it said was use bear spray. That was like number one. And then it said, do not run for a grizzly bear attack because it, it is fast. It will catch you. And it is a great climber. So even if you like try to climb a tree, like it'll get you or fall down. Yeah. And it basically was like play dead and like just protect your vital organs. Like that was it. <laughs> it was like, do your best try to di- try not to die pretty much good luck um so that's what she was doing she was just trying not to die um and so after thrashing jenna around by her head for a little while um jenna also has the instinct to play dead and luckily in her case the bear backed off um i guess probably because like johan was the one that initially made that aggressive move and like stepped in front of jenna and jenna was backing away which is kind She's of also i would assume smaller yes yeah smaller yeah. and like that's kind of what you're supposed to do if you like go head in with a, a grizzly bear you kind of are supposed to just like back away really slowly and that's what she was doing and then johan stepped in so i guess in the bear's mind at least from what i can comprehend is yeah, like it wasn't like, as Johan's big of a threat squaring up right he's yeah. just squaring up trying to fight this bear so um so she plays dead it backs off and so the bear leaves it walks away and she waited there for a while not moving or making any noise um so that it would completely go away and 
yeah, like we, like I just said, Dr. Lawrence Iverson broke down a few reasons why this attack was so violent and aggressive. And he said the area uh, where the attack occurred was the worst possible location because it was a small area and the bear would be more scared of two people than one. And Johan stepped in front of Jenna to protect her initially, which the bear saw as an aggressive move. Right. Um, which is what we were just talking about. So after a few minutes, Johan began calling out to Jenna and she called back to him, which put both of their minds at ease a bit because now they know that they're both alive at the very least. Um, both of them started asking each other how they were doing, if they were okay, like what, what their injuries were. And they were both really downplaying their injuries for each other, I guess, to like protect each other um, and not e- upset um, one another. But they were both in really bad shape, especially Johan. Um, so Johan begins feeling around uh, his injuries and tries to assess how badly he's actually hurt. Um, he thinks his eyeball is hanging out because he can't see out of his left eye. And he's just like feeling his face to see if he can like feel his eyeball. But it wasn't. It was just, <laughs> it was just you know, he the claw hit the his eye socket. So he like, his eye was swelled up, I guess. Mm. Um, so he's feeling around his head and he feels bone um, sticking out and blood. And he sees a hole, a hole bitten out of his arm to the point where he can see his tendons moving, like his fingers. Oh. And he, he said that he, like, literally moved his fingers, and he was like, wow, so cool, tendons. <laughs> 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 Which is just such a crazy reaction in my head. He's like, just like, wow. He's like, wow, that's so Biology. cool. Like, you can actually see it moving. What the heck? Um, I don't know. This, they just seem like a different breed of person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're pretty badass. Right. Um, so... Um, so he was actually reading a book about people who had been attacked by bears the night prior. So he had a few like, you know, scenarios in his head for like how people survived these attack these attacks. And there was one woman who talked about um, wrapping her coat around her head to like try to contain the injuries. And so he did that. He took his coat out of his backpack to like wrap it around his head. But he didn't do it because of the injuries. He did it because if anyone stumbled upon him, he was like, I'm going to look really bad and bloody. So I don't want to let, I want to spare whoever has to oh come up God. on me. And <laughs> like, this is the kind of person <laughs> that we're dealing with. It's just, he's a great guy and just like silly. Like, he's just like. like I just don't want people to like have to look at me. Right. <laughs> so he puts the coat on his head. Um, and he having tries a bad hair day. He's just having a, a, a blood matted hair day. Um, so he tries crawling slightly um, upward, but gets immediately woozy and decides that he should just stay where he is. So both of them are just deciding to stay where they are. They're both laying on these, you know, small ledges and they both begin calling out for help. Um, and since it was a huge valley and a pretty popular trail, they hoped that at some point, someone would come up on them and would hear them. Um, so after about 30 minutes, Jim and Kathy Knapp, who were hiking in Glacier Na- National Park for their honeymoon, heard Jenna's cries for help. And they began running up the mountain uh, following Jenna's voice. And Kathy said this went on for about 15 minutes, like trying, like scrambling and trying to find her. Wow. Um, so Ka- uh, Kathy manages to find the spot on the trail where Jenna is and begins calling down to her, but she can't see her. Um, and so... Jenna tells Kathy what's up <laughs> and she <laughs> she tells her what's up she's like we're mauled by a bear my dad's somewhere I what's can't up? see him 
um, and everything is scary. And so she hasn't, she told, she tells her that she hasn't heard her dad calling back in a while and she's worried about him. So um, Kathy and Jim decide that Kathy's going to go run and find a ranger while Jim climbs down the mountain and tries to help them. Um, Jim used the weeds and the brush to repel himself down the side of the mountain because it was essentially like you have to, it's like rock climbing or repelling yourself down a mountain just without a rope or a harness yeah. or anything like the people who just eat himself off no the he side. Can't, he's not just going to eat himself because he doesn't have to so he's like the people that are involved in this rescue and like the people the hike just the hikers in general who are just on this hike that like stop to help and like they they really risk their lives and are just such incredible people like they they were so unlucky with what happened to them but they were so lucky with the people that stuff to up. help and like yeah. yeah it's just so incredible so um jim made it to jenna and she immediately apologized to jim because when he uh because when she or she realized that she looked really bloody so she has the same mindset <laughs> of johan where she's like i feel so bad that he has to look at me because i'm so scary and bloody right now wow this is like they're both separately having the, the same, same reaction thought, yeah. it's so funny so um so they're on the side of the mountain uh and they're very exposed to wind and so jim placed his jacket on jenna and went further down the side of the mountain to find johan so when jim got to johan he said there was blood everywhere and he's never seen anything as gruesome as as that in his life and he'd never been that close to someone so near to death like he said it was the most insane thing he's ever seen um so johan told jim that he thinks his neck is broken and jim assured johan that he wasn't going to try and move him or jenna and that help was on the way so jim then went back up the mountain to let jenna know that her father was indeed alive and um jim did not tell jenna how badly her dad was injured because it was she doesn't need that right now and like he's alive and that's all that's important so he tried to give her some food and some water because they'd been out there for a while and you know it's just what you got to do so um he tries to pour water into her mouth but so when the bear had her head in its mouth uh her it bit like through her lip and her mouth so her lip was like hanging open like the, her entire mouth was just like hanging open <laughs> so uh he tries to like pour water in her mouth but it like dribbles out because she can't oh, close her mouth but he tips her head back and they get some water in her. But I just, that's such a crazy like Ugh. visual that I had to put it in there. But so at this point, there's a small crowd of hikers above them and they're all tossing down whatever they could to try and help Jenna and Johan. They're throwing down like expensive North Face jackets and food and water and blankets and whatever they had, first aid kits, like anything they had, people are just throwing off the side of the mountain knowing that they'll never get it back. But they just had to help the people that were down there, which is just such a crazy, like amazing people. What a great moment. What a great moment. Just so beautiful. So two female hikers who had run into Kathy while she was, um, while she was running down and they were hiking up, um, found where Jenna and Johan had been attacked and also climbed down the side of the mountain to try and, uh, and help in any way that they could. So uh, Heidi, who was one of the female hikers, stayed with Jenna while Carrie went down to stay with Johan. Um, Jenna was complaining about lying on a rock or a stick. And when Heidi felt underneath her, there was nothing there. And she was actually just feeling her broken back. So crazy. (laughs) Um, So further down. Yeah. Um, Oh, my. Hang on. So... Further down the mountain, Johan, who is covered in jackets, starts really shivering. 
Um, and Carrie, the hiker, gently puts her body on Johans to try and keep him warm with her body heat. So at this point, the rescue team arrives at the scene and they say, or they said that Johan had been about 70 feet below the trail, um, which made it really complicated because they wouldn't be able to haul him back up the trail, especially with a broken neck and all the other injuries he's, right. he sustained. Right, like you can't move him. Right. So the rescue mission took several hours because the attack happened in the worst possible place on the trail, like we talked about earlier. Um, they tried to rappel down, but they couldn't get their gear to adhere to the mountainside because it was just, like, I guess, sheer rock. Um, and that meant that they were going to have to be airlifted off the yeah, side of the mountain. Yeah, I was going to say, get a helicopter. Right, but it was... so. Um, that was really tricky and we'll we'll talk about that in a second but so throughout the medical team being there johan felt concerned about not him not himself but felt bad that the people that were trying to help him were putting themselves in harm's way to like try and help him they're like i feel so bad they're climbing down this mountain i don't want them to hurt himself (laughs) yeah it's like you are literally so close to death please just take a break just think just about yourself for a second but he couldn't he was just such a, a good person so um, he stayed so selfless and so coherent and kind of positive throughout the whole experience. And at one point he even made a joke to the guys on the rescue team. Um, so he's yeah. cracking jokes. He's cracking jokes because so the guy, oh um, the guy on the rescue team said that there was like a small like trickle of water that was kind of underneath him. And he was also had the, he had the blood on him and he was a little bit, um, he was very cold because it was the side of the mountain. It was exposed to wind. So he's freezing. And then he's like, I have to cut his clothes off of him. And as he's like cutting off Johan's pants, um, Johan's like, Oh, glad I have on clean underwear today. Like he made some joke about clean underwear, um, which, you know, just, I feel like says a lot about him. Um, So back to the airlift situation. So that was going to be really tricky because they were literally on the side of the mountain. Um, and they were going to have to attempt a short haul rescue, um, which is essentially like a long cord with a person attached to it, like attached to the helicopter. Um, and so they would have to like the helicopter pilot would have to like lower this really long cord with a person on it down to the ground. And then the person would have to get off, attach Johan, and then they would have to fly away. So it's like a really complicated um, maneuver one of the most difficult if not the most difficult especially because they were on a, the side of a cliff and if you know any there was really no room for error right and i so they're 70 feet down the cliff like how far up is the helicopter hovering and how far down they have to repel i mean well and also think about feet. right and also think about the fact that they're if they go too far, like they're just going to go into a mountain. Like it's, they just would fly into the mountain. So like you can't. Yeah. Um, so where am I? So the pilot said trying to accurately lift them off the mountain would be like trying to thread a needle from a distance. It's one of the most difficult kinds of rescue. Um, they decided it was worth the risk and it took a few tries, but they managed to get them both safely off the mountain and they were reunited at the hospital. Um, so Johan had at least 26 really significant wounds. Um, 60 to 80% of his scalp was gone. His vertebrae in his neck were broken in a bunch of places, and his eye socket had been broken when one of the bear's claws went into his face. Um, it took him three and a half years to get back to normal, but he did manage to make a full recovery. Um, he actually ran a marathon six months after the attack and did it under four hours. <laughs> is that not the craziest thing he's like 
I don't give a fuck about any of these injuries. Broken neck, marathon. Well, six months later, he's he's back at it again with the marathon. Like, but like, not even six months later. I mean, you'd have to train for a little bit, right? I guess. I mean, he was like in good shape. He's doing these hikes. He's he had. I mean, I don't care how good of shape you're in. If you take six months off, you're gonna be out of shape. So like, he probably had sure. To, like retrain so well, he was yeah. probably like back running what three or four months I, I, yeah i have no idea i don't even know how you recover from something that quickly but he did it and that's yeah that's yeah, something no that deal. happened i was in physical therapy longer for my hip surgery than right. he was for a bear attack right um yeah crazy so uh jenna broke a vertebrae in her back and her tailbone she lacerated her achilles on her right foot her right shoulder was bitten up really badly um, she had lacerations in the back of her head and her mouth was torn open from where the bear had her head in its mouth. Um, but both of them made full recoveries. Um, they both handled it really extreme, like the, the recoveries extremely well. Um, and Jenna actually went on to study and work in medicine. Um, and at the time of the interview that I watched, um, she was about to start an internship in emergency surgery. And this, like, wow. what I, what I, uh, it was from tw- uh, t- 2017, the thing I was watching. So it was just a few years ago. So three years ago. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if she's still, what she's doing, but she was in emergency surgery then. So yeah, crazy. Um, so Johan and the rescue helicopter pilot went on to become really good friends and actually go back to uh, Glacier National Park every year for a week to hike. <laughs> Is that? Like on the anniversary? I guess. I don't know. They just go back every... The, like, the helicopter pilot. <laughs> like, what a like, random... <laughs> bear bros, dude. Yeah, like sick, mother. <laughs> like Brother. I said mother. It's fine. <laughs> so that's really funny. But um, so Johan said that the incident only brought him and Jenna closer together. And they've been back to the trail many times and continue to hike out everywhere they can. Um, and... Oh, it's that, so wholesome. It's so wholesome. And that is the story of Jenna and Johan Otter. Jesus. Yeah. That was rough. Rough one. But I mean, like, a rough one for what happened, but like, they're such incredible people and so strong and so funny. <laughs> like, what a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> Still just cracking jokes. Just he's through like, and through. Literally probably got a few hours to live. Yeah. Um... So yeah, Oof. that's that's the story. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, and let's plug those socials. Um, so follow us on Instagram at uh, nottoday underscore podcast. Um, if you have a story of survival or someone you know has a story or just any crazy story in general and you want to send it in and maybe hear it on a listener episode when we do those at some point if we have listeners. Um, if when, people no, email us. When we have listeners, because we will um, and do kind of. Um, but so uh, that the, the Gmail where you can send that is um, knowtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is nottodaypodcast, but the T at the end of podcast is a three. Um, and we are on Apple podcast and the iTunes store. So if you could, uh, leave a review, rate us, uh, that would be really helpful. And thank you so much for listening. Try not to get mauled by a bear. (laughs) You have anything (laughs) to say, stay safe out there. (laughs) You crazy people. Uh, thank you so much. Have a good night (laughs) or day. I don't know.